What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Brianna Danielle, back with episode four of Woman in Purpose podcast. This episode was definitely a long one, and I did have to cut it into two parts. So today you are getting part one, and on Wednesday you will get part two. In this episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing some of my closest friends, Dr. Brianna Hogg, Sonequa Attaway, and Carmen Tucker. They are all entrepreneurs and Christian. I felt like the entrepreneurs who listen to my podcast needed some words of encouragement. And these ladies are here to give it to you. So without further ado, let's go on and get into the interview. How y'all doing? What's up, Boss Queens Bunch? What's good? What's good, twin? What's goody? What's goody? I am so excited that y'all are on the podcast. Like, this is what? I'm so excited my friends are on the podcast with me. Ooh. Yes, ma'am. It's not For those of you who do not know, these ladies are entrepreneurs. They are bosses. They are Christian. And I love them dearly. They are my family slash sisters that I never thought I needed. And I just wanted wanted them on the podcast because I think that we could all learn something from them as far as entrepreneurship. And I know that it's a lot of people who listen to the podcast who are entrepreneurs and who feel that they can't be a Christian and entrepreneur at the same time because, you know, some things that they deal with on a daily basis. But we have three lovely ladies here that can give us insight on what it's like to be a Christian and a boss at the same time, given the circumstances that they probably go through and whatnot. So ladies, one at a time, I want you to introduce yourself, tell us about your business, what is it about, things of that nature. Anyone can start. I guess I go first then. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> so um, my name is Dr. Brianna Hawk, uh, <laughs> CEO and founder and owner of Boss Hog Productions. I'm definitely excited because I have the opportunity to be able to uh, provide spaces for our local small businesses in our communities and also be able to uh, give back to the community as well through those events. Much of what I do is mostly like pop-up shops. I've also been able, been blessed to be able to um, host and conduct other um, community events with other community partners. So it's been a blessing and just being able to provide support to our community because we need it. We know the language of our community. We know the, the culture. So it's only right that we be able to create a space for our people uh, through events such as uh, Boss Hall Productions pop-up shops. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Hey, come on, Boss Hall Productions. Ooh. She said doctor. <laughs> the doctor, doctor is in the building. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, Nikki or Carmen? All right. So, well, my name is Sonequa Attaway. Period. Yes, ma'am. Everybody knows me as ZKA Nikki in this thing. Period. Also known as Sweet Baby Treats. Hey. Yes, ma'am. Also known as the person who helped establish Boss Queen Bunch. Most definitely. A little bit about myself. I started Sweet Baby Treats. It was something I did in college. I love baking. Got it from Granny, you know, old school. So from that, 2020 hit and we was inside. So 
Why not? And my sister, my good sister, Brianna Hogg, Dr. Hogg. Yeah, put some respect on her name. Dr. Hogg actually started her BHP. She also started um, doing the pop-up shops. And that's where it started. After launching at the pop-up shops, it became a house staple in Oak Cliff. Now I shall be establishing some actual roots in 2023 with my actual bakery coming up. Also too, we will be coming out with future bunches uh, with the Boss Queen Bunch. We'll be having brunches 2023 every month with these lovely ladies. Every month? <laughs> every month. Budget friendly, of course. You know. You know, I was like, every month, hold on, let me check my palm pilot. Every month, this is a this 2023 is a time to be accountable, and there is no oh, we're gonna wait next week, ain't no next week, Mm. you're gonna get it done this month. Period. Everybody's gonna have their own accountability partner, everybody's gonna be able to elevate. 2023 is elevation year, we have slept 2022 off, tied everybody. Everybody went through something in 2022. It's time for us to rise above all these, you know, everything that's been deferred is going to come to in 2023, okay? Straight facts. Period. So whatever you got going on, oh. what you say you're going to put off for another two years? No, baby. 2023 is your year. It's time to elevate. Don't put off what you can do today, okay? Get it I done. Feel, Nikki, I feel like you coming at me. <laughs> but you talking, talking about... <laughs> what you talking about? Like, come on, Reverend Right. I just look, I'm talking to myself, preaching to somebody else, but more I'm telling myself this because it's needed. Come on, evangelist. So come on now. Y'all trying to win a winning team. Y'all better find us on Instagram at Boss Queen Bunch. Follow the page, like the page. Doing big things in this world. Big things, honey. Big, big things. And it's the best part about it. I want to make sure everybody gets connected in 2023. You know, it's not about monetary, it's growing with those who have that mindset if we're in it together to grow we all grow together not one over the other we grow as a team period okay carmen introduce yourself and your business okay <clears throat> hello everyone uh my name is carmen tucker and i am the founder and blogger of escaping the wilderness where we have faith in god during our wilderness season um each week i post uh encouraging uh, faith-based content. Uh, I post quotes. I also have a YouTube channel called Also Escape in the Wilderness. Um, I post from there as well on Instagram and TikTok. Um, I also have 40 Day Faith Journey or Journal that's available on Amazon. And as well as I am just launched on apparel for the brand as well for fall slash winter season you know it is getting a little bit chilly outside <laughs> so definitely want to make sure you know y'all get uh stay warm and whatnot and uh just for presenting the brand and you know how you express it will allow you to express your faith in that during the wilderness season so leave this all i have <laughs> right now carmen escaping the wilderness okay ladies so now that we got the introductions out the way I do have a couple of questions for you because, again, like I said, it's a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to this podcast. And so your first question, and anybody can answer this question at one time, you know, or multiple people at one time, and it doesn't matter. Okay, so how did you start your business? Like, what was the foundation startup for your business and why? I started some baby treats in 2020, but... I come from a background of baking. I baked with all of my grandmothers before they passed. And my mother, um, they all taught me how to bake. It was one bad breakup sophomore year in college that led to me baking 96 cupcakes. And it started there by myself. 96? 
96 cupcakes wow. in Clark Hall in that little kitchen. Yes, ma'am. I bet no, she remembered the number. Baby, right. baby. She remembered the number. 96 cupcakes? Bad breakup, and I made 96 cupcakes. And the only reason why I remember it was 96 is because I was distributing to everybody that walked by. That'll do it. Everybody. And then <laughs> that'll do oh it. God. Oh, good. You know what you put in this? My foot. I'm not telling you my recipe. I put my foot in it, but you know, mm-hmm. wants to put your foot in somebody else, but you know, you did it in the cupcake. Right. I, I did it in a baking sense. Okay. You put it in the cupcake. You look, we here. Yeah, this is why we sister. But I did it from the start there, and it kind of launched um, a little bit more in 2020. Um, I took a chance and started selling, you know, selling cookies at $2. And then also, y'all know what's going down right now. I always do a cookie drop every month. Mm-hmm. so the cookie drops were to get people enticed it was like a flash sale just to give people to you actually try the product and i don't know what it is but people become very addicted to these cookies and Maybe it's because you put your foot in it that's why put <laughs> it something else that's why we're addicted to them cookies and them cakes because <laughs> there's something else in the dog on cookies bro I know but it's something. It's, it's an addiction, and I don't know what it is, but I appreciate your addiction. Thank you. You know what it is. See the new little Debbie. I don't care what nobody say. We don't Nikki. need little Debbie no, no more. <laughs> we got sweet baby treats. All right, Carmen, Brianna. Okay. Okay. Um. Wait. What was the question again? Just so, oh, where we uh, where did the uh, Escape in the Wilderness started? So, um. So how Escape in the Wilderness uh came about? Just kind of like a backstory. Um. From my a lot of experiences that I've had that was quite traumatizing and went through a lot of uh, illness, especially currently as I'm right now, I'm going through things with my mental health, Um, was involved in not so good relationships uh, for myself. And I also feel like I was in a place where I was straying, that I strayed away from uh, God. I remember a point in time where I was writing in a journal, which I did not do too much journaling, but I was in a point in my life where I started journaling and that was helping me get gain that close and personal relationship with God. Um, it helped me through a lot, especially in the relationship that I was in at the time. Um, and I just remember writing down that I always wanted to have like my own brand of journals as well as my own brand of apparel. So after uh, moving forward from that, um, I had to uh, be brought back home due to um, some seizure-like um, stress-related seizures that I was having. Um, this is something I've been dealing with since 2019. I'm still something battling. So it's something I'm still battling with, as well as with anxiety and things of that nature. But um, uh, I want to say in 2019 or 2020, I was in the process of wanting to create a shirt you know, I just couldn't think of the name of how I wanted to go about it. I just kept hearing the word in various places like wilderness. I heard it on a podcast say wilderness, seen the word wilderness. And it was just like I didn't understand what, what the wilderness was. So I did my own research and, you know, started looking in the Bible. I started making it more of a a daily thing for myself reading the Bible because I wasn't really in it that much. Um, and this was also helping me build that relationship, a personal relationship with God. Um, so I looked in the book of Exodus, uh, Leviticus and Numbers, and it broke down exactly what the wilderness was. 
not going too much into detail, but pretty much um, it talked about how Moses, uh, God used Moses to help get the Israelites out of bondage. They were pretty much held captive and by a king that really was not treating them the way they should be treated, but they didn't feel like there was anything better for them than where they were. Mm. So God used Moses and Moses was like, out of all people, you know why I use him. <laughs> um, but he was the only person that, that could help them get to the promised land. And with the the wilderness is pretty much them going through the desert. There's nothing really out there. In order for them to get to the promised land, they had to go through the desert. There's nothing out there. And then, of course, it took some Israelites didn't really feel that, like I said, they didn't feel that there was um, anything better than what they had already. But it took them some time to realize, okay, yes, they got to go through all these trials and tribulations within this. Um, God had to show them that, you know, what you had there is nothing compared to what's on the other side of the wilderness. And so, come on, evangelist. <laughs> so, after doing that, my own research and to understanding that more, that's for escaping. But I didn't know what I wanted to, like, what, what was going to come after escaping. So, that's where the word wilderness came from, escaping the wilderness. And then I, I it went along with it and I started off doing my own vlogs. This was back in July of 2020 when I first started. Never thought I would be doing videos of recording myself and posting them. I was really nervous the first time I did it. But over time, I've become, it's become like something like that's just truly a part of me. I'm very passionate in what I do. Like, you know, regardless, like I had to realize about myself, like it may not be for everyone, but it will be for somebody out there, you know, this woman to receive the messages that I put out there. And all I do is strive to help others that may be going through wilderness season, just like me, it, whether it's similar situations or something that they may be going through that I haven't went through, but they still need that encouraging word and to have their faith in God while they're in their wilderness season. And looking to see what God has much more in store for the brand and um, just planning. He's continued to allow me, allow to use me as a vessel to help the service people. So I love that. Come on. Yes. Snap it up. All right, Miss Bree. Yes. Come on. You was always using my journal earlier. Okay. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. So uh, BHP Boss Hot Productions was actually birthed from the pandemic. Kind of a twofold. One, seeing the need in your community. Of course, we see uh, the rise of so many small businesses because one, a lot of people were getting either laid off, furloughed, fired, just unemployed, everything in the book. And so we start seeing the rise of a lot of Black-owned small businesses. And one of the biggest questions that I saw on social media a lot is looking for venues, looking for places and spaces to be able to share their product to the community. Mm -hmm. So that was one. Also, two was kind of another opportunity for me to start more a stream of income, which was very helpful. But more than anything, it was also a way to gr grieve um, and heal um, after losing some major key people in my life. I uh, lost my uncle, who was basically the person who raised me fought as the father figure. Then I had lost my dad, my biological father, the year before, a uh, week before my birthday. Mm -hmm. And so it was definitely a heavy journey. Um, in addition to dealing with school, dealing with grad school, dealing with uh, the PhD program, at Southern Methodist University. So it was so much going on. But I was like, how can I use what I'm good at, which is organizing, planning, and coordinating events, network with people? How can I bridge all that together and bring the community together? 
and that's where BHP was born. <laughs> and first uh, pop-up shop was phenomenal. We had, for that year alone, 2020, we probably had over 80 vendors signed up. <laughs> over 80 that signed up. Um, and so it was great. And now to see many of those vendors and those small businesses have flourished. I mean, there are some now that have been vendors at the State Fair of Texas. Um, there are people now that are getting public attention. Nikki just highlighted she was actually one of the first ones to sign up. The first one to sign up and now just to see all the great things that she's doing. Um, even her love and support for my alma mater. South Oak Cliff High School, hey. the school that's writing two times yeah, state champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, uh, <laughs> two times state champ. Two times, baby. Two times. So, uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's been a blessing. And then also, more than anything, being able to give back to my school. Listen, if you're a grad school student, you know that we are most probably, probably the brokest students that walks that campus. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, this was also a way for me to be able to give back to my school. So, my first year doing BA HP uh, pop-up shops um, December I was able to be able to bless my school with a thousand dollars donation come on um, thanks to those pop-up shops so and come those on. vendors were coming out so again it's just about serving the community uh, that's what BHP is all about always has been always will be um, even this past year I was able to bless a student with a, a five hundred dollar scholarship Ooh. so we we working how do we I are, sign up I'm a grad student <laughs> right, see that part <laughs> but we, we are, <laughs> so it's been so being able to give back to serve the community that's that's key right now for bhp that is the the bloodline that's the heart line of bhp is serving the community and that's just who i am as a person i love serving my community it gives me joy that gives me happiness, especially in the midst of all the things that's happening around me in my life and everything. Um, just being able to put some smile on people's faces um, in the midst of the chaos and being able to give God glory in the midst of all of that. So, yeah, it's uh, BHB is, is out here doing the work, baby. <laughs> we out here doing big things, period. Put on for her city. That's what she do. She put on for her city, period. You know, In the hood. What you talking about? She in put the on hood. For- Not the projects, but the hood. Put it but in his hood. face. Get that stuff understood. Can't up for, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so my next question, and either one can start off with okay. the answer. How do you push through your doubts when it comes to your business? Because I know each of us go through our doubts. I know personally me, I go through a lot of doubts because y'all know I'm usually the one that's in the background and I never really put myself out there. It's like y'all putting me out there and telling me to go for it. And, you know, sometimes I'd be scared, but I go for it because I got y'all as my encouragement and then my family as my encouragement as well. But just for like your sales, your marketing, you doubting what people might say, what people might think, how do you push through those doubts? All right. So I think the biggest thing I always tell people is what's your why? I think that's always going to be key is what's your why? What makes you get what what is what motivates you to get up every morning to do what you do? Like, yeah, I get it this season. And Nikki mentioned it earlier. This season has been hell for a lot of people. And I know crazy thing is we all went through, we all had agreed to do a, a fast. And like literally since that fast, I mean, like every last one of us was getting hit. Mm-hmm. And and the thing that God continued to pour into me was my why. 
and also using those moments uh, to grow in my faith. So instead of asking myself, why me? I was started, I started asking myself, what God, what do you want me to learn in this, in these moments? Because that's what shifted my perspective of a lot of things that was happening in my life. It's still hard. You got to remind yourself that daily. <laughs> it's not just going to happen. Oh, yay. Cheerful. Let's go to work. That no, there'll true. be days where you will just be like, man, forget it. I don't feel like getting up out of his bed. You know, it is what it is. I, I, I know what I'm supposed to do, but God, I'm just exhausted. I'm fatigued. I don't feel like moving. But when that why hits you in your head, and you're like, okay, you know what? Let me, let me get up mm-hmm. and get it moving. Because if I don't do it, who else going to do it? That's one of the things that I had to kind of um, push my push myself to understand is remember my why. And um, also just prayer is key. It's vital for everything that you do. And uh, it's the core to, I think, for all of our businesses and our, our foundations, our organizations, it's, it's key. It's vital. If we don't have prayer as the uh, center of any of our businesses, it's going to fall apart. Um, so that's one of the, some of the few tips that I recommend, especially when you're going through hardships. Just remember your why, keep the faith and stay prayed up and never be steered wrong. Follow those uh, those tips. No, that was a mouthful. Anybody else want to go? Because that was a lot. I mean, it was good stuff. <laughs> but she's dropped some gems. Who can follow up behind that? Okay. Who can, who can follow that? I mean, only thing I can say is, honestly, y'all, you know, if it wasn't for my sisterhood, and I mean my self-created sisterhood, the one we branched together and made, <laughs> I don't know where, you know, I don't know where it will come from, but inspiration is just trying to be different and be unique to my own brain, you know, being true and humble to my vision. You know, when I think about Sue Baby Treats, I think about my grandmother, Effie May, Maddie Cole, my grandmother, Linda, Miss Matthews. I look out the Ruby, my mother, like when I envision Sue Baby Treats, I put them on that pedestal. I put the ones before me on there and I just keep driving because it's just not me doing this. I have it's a family enterprise. I got my family on my back right now, you know. And Period. I'm hungry. The the drive is being hungry. If you're not hungry, then you're not eating in this life. Oh, come on. Somebody come say on something. Now. Come on now. <laughs> if you're not hungry, you're not eating. So every day I fight like I I'm, I'm hungry. I want this. Mm-hmm. And then this is something that my community will, you know, has never seen, you know, I want to bring bridge that gap between making it a safe place and no clip, you know, yeah. Sweet is not just about sweets. It's also about the community, also about making an impact and saying, hey, this is a safe place for y'all. Yeah. Yeah. And also a big place thing. for the kids. And That's just real. to and just to kind of even piggyback on that, sis, and you're absolutely right. Just for the people who are not aware of what o- who, where Oak Cliff is. Yeah. But um, oh, give Cliff- me extra lesson, please. I've got to mention I am a historian, right? <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> <she is. laughs> but um, no, I mean, Oak Cliff is, is Lee's one of the, uh, is in the, like Lee's as one of the top zip codes for so many negative data from incarcerations to drug addiction to just everything that you can think of 75216 to all of these zip codes have been here in some major uh, way um, and the, the hard part about it is that our community especially our kids are getting hit the most our kids are trying to find ways and avenues to break free from the trauma, mm-hmm. from home, from school, from their 
peers, whatever it may be. And the sad part is, is that a lot of our kids are falling to a lot of these things. And it's a lot of work that goes out here. And so like when Nikki mentioned like doing no sweet baby trees, like literally people don't understand what we're doing is a ministry, is ministry. Like just being able to uplift people. Like Nikki is able to uplift some people's souls with them cookies, bro. I'm telling you, these people are like crackheads. That's baby, turn you. the frown upside down, okay? <laughs> I've seen people steal administrators' cookies because they got just addicted to these doggone cookies. Like that's like that, but it's to a point where people smile because people are having some very rough days some people are just literally saying i'm tired i'm ready i'm, I'm just this it but small things like that really make a difference in our in the lives of our communities you know what you know, the pot like escaping the wilderness i don't know about y'all but it hit me uh tremendously hard it was basically a option for me to be encouraged in the mm-hmm. midst of my trials and tests this year and, and being able to share that with other people who are going through it so I think what we're doing and why it's so it's key and vital for our communities, because again, we, we want to see that change. Mm-hmm. We want to see the difference because we're sick and tired of burying our loved ones. We're sick and tired of burying our young people to the streets. Yeah. And if you want to hear some testimonies, baby, I need for y'all to actually tune into No More Violence Movement. Yes. These women out here are doing amazing, and I do mean amazing work. They are a sisterhood of collective mothers who have lost children due, mm. to, uh, due to either gun violence, gang affiliation. Mm. They lost children, and their stories impactful. But they have a message, and they do every year. They do conferences. They also host like an actual community awareness event every fall. Every September, there's always something that they're doing in this community. And it's always in Oak Cliff. So in the heart of Oak Cliff, it was at uh, Glendale, but you know, construction's going on, but they always do something they put on for the mothers. But it's also a day to remember those that are gone you know they remember these kids that day but it's also a way to invite these kids to know the stories that these other children have lost their lives to you know Mm, that's good Carmen you want to add to that about how Mm, you push through your doubts everyone I just want to say everyone gave some very great great points um just to piggyback on all of that I think for me to help with those doubts that I had I had to it took some time to realize that when putting out the kind of content I was putting out because you have individuals that don't really want to hear too much or talk too much about God and it can be from their own experiences that they may have had to where they may not want to believe that there is a God mm-hmm. um but I I want to say that I can attest that there is definitely a God. I don't feel like, no, I'm not, not that I don't feel like the things that I had went through from being a cancer survivor, battling cancer at the age of 15 to going through relationships that were, you know, abusive verbally, um, mentally, emotionally. So even like what I'm currently going through now with my uh, stress related seizures and anxiety, I went through so much with my health and I feel that and through my life, I feel like it's not luck that I'm still here. Hmm, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There is a God. God had me go through so much from such an early age that I didn't think I would able to experience be even experiencing it and the fact that I'm still here you know is there is a God there is not just luck because there's a lot of people that if would if were to have gone through the same thing probably wouldn't have made it if 
God was not involved in their life or, but I think with what helped me with the doubts is realizing that, like I said earlier, that it's not going to be for everybody when I post the content out there, but I had to learn that if it's just even one person that I'm able to touch, I'm a reach, you know, that means something to me. And just having that consistency, um, there was some times where I feel like I didn't want to do any more videos or anything of the sort because I was expecting, I guess, the support that I was wanting to receive from, you know, a lot of people or those close to me. But I realized over time that those people, like not everybody is going to be as supportive. Mm. And I think that's another thing, too. We want those that's close, very close to us, everyone at that to to be supportive of what we're doing. But we have to realize that it's not going to be for everyone or, you know, and and that's OK. I've also learned that the, bigger, the biggest supporters is I'm not saying that you won't have those close to you that won't support you. It just may not be everybody as well as you will get gained so much support also from people that you never thought that you would get support from <laughs> that you've never met you know complete strangers and so that's what pushed me and you know receiving the feedback that I have received over time how people actually receive the messages saying that they helped them with encouragement uh, keep them encouraged during times of you know their own wilderness season and that makes that fills my heart with joy because of the fact I'm able to help even if it's just one person that makes me feel good that I am able to help somebody so that keeps me going definitely keeps me going even if I don't get no feedback I'm still just grateful to be able to you know let God still continue to use me as a vessel to do his work and I know what I'm doing is I've always been one, a person that want to help people so that's what keeps me going and keeps me from doubting myself I'm just learning to just pray about it, see if this is what he wants me to do, and then put it out there and see what happens, you know? To all my entrepreneurs and the ones who are looking to become an entrepreneur, remember your why, okay? Remember your why. And be like Moses. All you have to do is show up. God has already given you the tools, the inspiration, the vision to go forward and press forward with your business, with your service to the community. Everything that you need, he has already given to you. I hope this episode inspires you to be better at your work, inspires you to continue to remember your why, and inspires you to always do what God has called you to do. Tune in on Wednesday for part two, because there is so much more to unpack, and I don't want you to miss anything. I am your host, Brianna Danielle. This is Woman in Purpose Podcast.